Welcome to We Wonder. Our guest hosted series continues today with Jeff Chu. Jeff is a prolific writer, an editor, and he's the co-host of the Evolving Faith Conference. He attended Princeton Theological Seminary where, and this is very cool, he worked as a farmhand at the farminary, which is a kind of amazing mashup of learning about God and God's ways while tending God's earth and then getting to eat the results. These days, Jeff is the teacher in residence at Central Reformed Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where he and his husband are getting ready to experience their very first Midwestern winter. He is also, a mutual friend tells me, an amazing cook who loves to gather people around his table. Jeff loves fried rice, but he hates beets. And I think he's a pretty great preacher. I'm so glad he has chosen to come and wonder with us today. And now, We Wonder with Jeff Chu. Welcome to We Wonder. Come with me on a field trip. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. We're going back in time 2,000 years. We're walking by a lake. It's a bright morning. The sun sparkles on the water so much that you have to squint. The lake shines as if it were topped with floating glitter. Can you feel the sun on your face? Can you feel the gentle breeze off the water? If you like to walk barefoot, imagine taking your shoes off. It's pretty sandy, this beach. A few rocks, but not a lot of shells. I'm hungry. I haven't had breakfast yet. But maybe it's good we didn't bring any food. Seagulls are squawking overhead. I bet they'd swoop down and snatch the food away. Can you hear the seagulls? They're circling a fishing boat out on the water, hoping to snatch a fish or two or three. Seems like they haven't had breakfast yet either. Open your eyes if you'd like, but hold on to that picture of the lake as I read today's Bible story from the Gospel of John, chapter 21. Seven disciples of Jesus are gathered in this story, which starts the night before our field trip. Simon Peter told them, I'm going fishing. They said, we'll go with you. They set out in a boat, but throughout the night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples didn't realize it was Jesus. Jesus called to them, children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, no. He said, cast your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. So they did, and there were so many fish that they couldn't haul in the net. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, he wrapped his coat around himself, for he was naked, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they weren't far from shore, only about 100 yards. When they landed, they saw a fire there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. 
Simon Peter got up and pulled the net to shore. It was full of large fish, 153 of them. Yet the net hadn't torn, even with so many fish. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples could bring themselves to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they finished eating, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon replied, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Jesus asked a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon replied, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus said to him, take care of my sheep. He asked a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was sad that Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? He replied, Lord, you know everything. You know I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. I love food and I love to cook. Cooking for my friends is one way I tell them that I love them. I might make scones with homemade jam or blueberry waffles, of course with lots of maple syrup and super crispy bacon, or fried rice. My grandma made the best fried rice. I always felt her love when I ate it. Mine is never as good as hers, but it's not bad, especially if the rice on the bottom gets crispy and crunchy. The Bible has so many stories about God providing food for God's people, about God giving God's people what they need to survive and to thrive. This picnic that Jesus offers his friends is one of my favorites. They've been out fishing all night long. He knows they haven't had breakfast yet. He's showing his love for Simon Peter and the other disciples. Sometimes we do things for people we care about without asking because it's a way of telling them that we know what they're feeling and we know what they need. One beautiful detail in this story is that Jesus already has fish grilling and bread baking too, but he makes room for more. He asks his friends to bring some of their fish and throw it on the fire. He cares about what they have to offer. He values what they have to bring. Even as Jesus feeds his friends, there's room for what they have to share too. There's room for my gifts, for your gifts. When they're sitting by the fire, Jesus has a question for his friend, Simon Peter. I'm imagining that Simon Peter's belly is full of the delicious fish and the fresh baked bread, and that he's pretty happy to be with his friend Jesus, and even happier that he got to eat this meal. Jesus asks Simon Peter, do you love me? It's brave to ask a friend, even a good friend, a question like this one. And Simon Peter answers, of course I love you. Then Jesus says, if you love me, feed my sheep. Jesus might be saying that Simon Peter should also offer food to others Jesus loves, but I think he's saying more. Jesus is saying, if you love me, care about the other people I care about. Give them what they need, not just to survive, but to thrive. 
Food is one way to show love, but not the only way. When Jesus says, feed my sheep, he's saying that if we love him, we should also love the people whom Jesus loves. If we love him, then we should imagine ways to help them feel loved too. Maybe it's feeding them. Maybe it's caring in another way. Maybe it's sending them a letter or a drawing, offering a hug or listening to their stories or reminding them that God loves them. There are so many things we can do to let others know that we care and that God cares. Let's get ready to wonder about this Bible story together. Close your eyes again. Take another deep breath. As I breathe in, I ask the Holy Spirit to be with me and in me. As I breathe out, I remember that God loves me more than I can even imagine. Breathe in. Hello, Holy Spirit. I'm glad you're here. Breathe out. God, thank you for loving me. God is with us just as Jesus was with his friends by the lake. What is God saying to us through these words? Can we find something good and hopeful as we wonder about this story? I wonder what it would be like to sit with Jesus by the fire. What does his voice sound like? What does his smile look like? What would we talk about? How would that feel? I wonder what I could bring to the picnic. What kind of food would I share with Jesus and with my friends? What's a favorite thing to eat that if I shared it with all of them, they would know how much I care? I wonder where in my life I've felt God's love and care. Who has showed up for me? Who offered something good to eat when I was hungry, or a hug when I was sad, or a listening ear when I needed to talk? Who has been a good friend to me? I wonder what I'm good at that I could use to share goodness with others. What gifts can I bring? Can I write something or sing something? Draw something or cook something? I wonder how Jesus might help me imagine who is hungry in the world right now. Who's hungry for fish or bread? Who's hungry for friendship or care or love? I wonder how I can let someone else know that God loves them and that I love them. What can I do to shine a little light into someone else's life? Will you pray with me? God who cooks for friends by the fire, God who loves us so much, thank you for showing up, for caring, for feeding us. Help us to recognize how you have met us where we are, 
Thank you for being a God who cares about our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our souls, sustaining us in all different ways. Show us how to share that love and that care with others around us too. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.